0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Disney Holic Show!
1: Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Jen Diz. And that's Mike TV. Today we will be discussing what's churning in the old rumor mill, D23 Expo 2022. Joining us for our very first happy hour, Ingrid Ray. Also, as a bonus, we're going to be telling you all about our very first Disney Holics giveaway.
0: All right, Mike. So, I have to say, there has been a lot of rumors going on about. A whole lot of things, but especially Disneyland's reopening. And the old rumor mill, is something that we would like to call it, has been a thing very prevalent in the Disney community forever anyway, right? So there's been lots of rumors in the past, lots of rumors currently, and there will be plenty of them in the future as well. So I just wanted to kind of take a second to talk about the ones that are going on now. It's it's quite interesting actually seeing the push and pull of disneyland's reopening dates going on have you seen a lot of this
1: yeah there's definitely like a hesitancy to announce anything it seems like california has been a lot more strict with some of the rules for reopening the state Um, and from what i hear they just don't want to give any guidelines yet for theme parks and when they do the theme parks don't agree with them so who knows very different than what's going on in florida
0: Yeah, I think that contrast of what's going on in Florida and California has really, like, hyped up the, like, level of where everybody's feeling about wanting Disneyland to reopen because they're like, they're doing it over there. Let's get it over here. You know, it's just such a weird situation that we're all in anyway. It's the first for most of us, if not all of us. So um, with that said, one of the things going on most recently is that, um, so, like, Disneyland was pushing and like Orange County and like other counties in Southern California have been pushing Governor Newsom to give updates on theme park guidance right like the theme park guidelines um and then finally Governor Governor Newsom was responding and he was ready to give them and then they had seen like the leaked information and then the theme parks were like wait no we don't want it like don't give it to us because it's not realistic so it's just this like crazy tug-of-war thing going on it's like Gimme, gimme, gimme. No, 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 I don't want it. It's like very interesting. I don't know. It's like a definitely a weird time. So, outside of what's going on right now, um, we have seen lots of rumors in the past as well. And some of them have blown my mind. Like, I will never forget the rumor that was going around about Terror of Terror leaving Disneyland California Venture. I think this was like the biggest rumor moment for me personally. I was like, there is zero chance you guys are full of it. There's like, <laughs> You guys are dumb for thinking that's true like i was really like i wasn't even skeptical i was like that's not happening like it's, i was speaking facts that weren't facts how was your reaction to that do you remember all that going down
1: what, what i do remember it was even more ridiculous it was you and i we were at disney world and we were talking to some cast member in a store <laughs> And she was 100% certain that she knew everything about the rumors at Disneyland. And she told us that Haunted Mansion was going to be rethemed to guardians of the galaxy. And it's going to have a whole drop elevator sequence and everything. And, To us, it was pretty clear she was talking about Tower of Terror, but she was convinced it was Haunted Mansion. And we let her have it, and we said, okay, we let her have that truth. And she got to to live in that rumor, but we walked away (laughs) laughing, of course.
0: Wait a second. So now this is a memory that's very different for me. So did she say it was Guardians of the Galaxy themed?
1: (laughs) Maybe not. You know how my memory is.
0: (laughs) Well, my memory is just the same. So... Well, it's really interesting because if she did say that, I think that was before I knew about Tower of Terror leaving or like even that option of Guardians coming in. So that would be, she actually did know something maybe. Like she just yeah. had Mansion and Tower mixed in that, but she knew about Guardians. That might She might have actually been a little more right than we thought.
1: <laughs> she might have been. And that's fair. You know, she's at the other park and doesn't know too much about the California park.
0: Yeah. Those rumors too are like definitely rampant in like, with cast members and whatnot that aren't as dedicated as some other cast members. And they might not, they like get things mixed up, but they just don't research it or whatever. And then they start telling guests and like a big
1: mess. Right. And a lot of Disney cast members, I'm assuming don't know a lot of the details. They might find out almost as soon as the public.
0: Oh yeah, exactly. Yep. So interesting how they like to float around like that. But do you have any other interesting rumors that you just thought were like crazy at the time?
1: Um, crazy at the time. I think I would say I remember the rumor about, and this one was true, was about Epcot just getting overhauled because it was um, outdated and it was stale and Future Land was no longer Future Land or Future World was no longer Future World. But I feel like that rumor was for almost a decade. And then finally at one of the D23 Expos, we got the big announcement of all the cool changes. Um, uh,
0: I remember that announcement. It was so yeah. exciting. I was like, Oh my gosh! It's actually happening.
1: <laughs> yes, and it's just well, well deserved and over, long overdue.
0: Yes, and I know a lot of very hardcore Epcot people, which I have to say I'm, I'm, I'm up there, but not as up there as uh, our frequent Epcot visitors. I guess you could say annual pass holders, um, Disney holics. There you go. <laughs> um, but they are also very worried about like it getting ruined, right? That's always like a worry of ours. Like I remember when they were changing pirates over to like add stuff in from the movies. I'm like, they're gonna ruin the whole thing and then it was just fine.
1: <laughs> ruined, ruined, ruined. Yeah Epcot forever. I only really like like the back half, the world showcase. Um I enjoy the front half Future World, but I, I don't know if I would go just for that Future World part.
0: Oh, I totally wouldn't either. Yeah. Like Test Track is great, but then and then like I love Figment, so I go on that ride like kind of dreaming about the old attraction while I'm on the newer attraction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sad. And see, I never rode. I don't think I've ever ridden the old attra- the old version because I didn't really Aww. start going to Disney World until I think two- 2007 was my very first trip. So I missed a lot of these really old school memories that you talk about.
0: Oh, 2007, funny you say that, was this first year that I went like as an adult by myself to Disney World. Before that, there was a huge gap of just going with my family, like, when I was younger, all the way through, like, my teenage years. And then I probably didn't go for, like, ten years and then went as an adult. Wow. (laughs) Crazy. So, anyway, I thought it would be fun if we played a little game of Two Truths and a Lie, since rumors are often either they come true or they were just a big lie, right? So, I'm going to go ahead and start off. The first round of Two Truths and a Lie... Is Let's see here. I have the Disneyland Resort at one point had a third entry point. That's your first option. Second is in the early days, Disneyland was closed on Thursdays and sometimes Wednesdays in the off seasons. Or Disneyland has only three or sorry. Disneyland has only had three unplanned closures before this current closure.
1: Ooh. I'm gonna say the lie is, is false. The three closures. I think there were only two before COVID.
0: And we need that uh, soundboard. Oh no.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that one is actually true. Disneyland was closed three different times. One was a day of mourning after JFK was assassinated. Is way back in nineteen sixty-three. And then there was a day after the devastating Northridge earthquake in 1994, which was all that like Southern California area was a huge earthquake. So they had to shut it down. And then most recently on September 11th, 2001 for 9-11. I think it was, no, I think it was same day they shut down for that one. So anyway, um, those were the three days. So the one that was actually a lie was that Disneyland in its opening days was closed on Thursdays and sometimes Wednesdays. It was actually closed. So this is kind of a trick. Sorry about that. It was actually closed on Mondays and then in off season sometimes also Tuesdays. So weird. They would do the beginning that of the week. That is
1: so weird. Because like, now it's pretty much open, well, normally seven days a week.
0: Yeah. They used to be like pretty consistently closed on Mondays from the beginning. And then I, I always thought that was interesting too because... Like I picked those days to trick you with because you would think they would shut down the middle of the week instead of the beginning or the end, right? Because like Mondays are sometimes more busy than Saturdays. (laughs) so
1: That is weird. I wonder why they closed it. We need to find out and tell the listeners. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. At first I thought maybe religion, but that would have been like Sundays, which is a good day for parks.
0: Interesting. That is a good one.
1: Um, Okay, so I have a two truths and a lie. It's more about fun facts that sometimes people either don't know about or they get them mixed up. Um, And so these are related to the Disney Cruise Line. And I'm not sure if you know this, but every ship when it sails for the first time and first gets put together, it's assigned a godmother, which is usually a celebrity. And then they break a champagne bottle over the front of the ship, uh, which is something traditional with any time a new ship or boat uh, sails off to the sea. So I'm gonna tell you three of the godmothers for the three three of their ships, and you tell me which one's alive.
0: Oh so my gosh, I'm not Disney know Cruise this. line,
1: the Disney Dream godmother is Jennifer Hudson, the Disney fantasy is Mariah Carey, and the Disney Magic <laughs> is Julie Andrews.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I am <laughs> Okay, I think I know the answer. Cause it's too good to be true. I'm going to say that the lie is Mariah Carey for the Disneyland fantasy or for Disney Wrong.
1: fantasy. <laughs> really? She actually was. And I almost died when I found out that it was happening. And guess what? I lived in uh, Hell's <laughs> kitchen, which is along 10th Avenue and 42nd ish. Um, if you're not familiar with New York city, right along the Hudson river. And that's where the cruise ships park. Um, and the Disneyland cruise ship parked there. I mean, not the Disneyland, the Disney fantasy cruise ship parked right there. Um, the news was there, and this is when they did all the fanfare. And Mariah Carey was there. There was a giant champagne bottle, like you know those type of things from supermarket sweep. I don't know if you know. What yeah, I'm yeah. About. But it was a huge champagne bottle that was like on a rope and hit the side of the hull. It was epic. I was that close to the ship, but I still just watched it on TV because I was too lazy to walk the two blocks, and it seemed like a stressful <laughs> event to try to get into. But I'm surprised. Yes, it was Mariah Carey. Uh, I'm a huge Mariah fan, so what a dream come true! Uh, the Disney fantasy, very appropriate. Oh my gosh! Um, and
0: fantasy was an album, right, or just a song?
1: It was a song off the Daydream album, which is interesting because the Dream Ship was J. Hud, Jennifer Hudson
0: oh my gosh um, so the
1: lie was julie andrews the disney magic was not julie andrews um it would have been so perfect somebody that i actually don't know so Disney disneyholics you can google that it was somebody i don't know i think related to either voice acting or mickey mouse club something like that
0: oh my gosh that was a good one i definitely <laughs> was like there's no way that she happened to do the one called fantasy
1: <laughs> love her so much
0: Oh my gosh. Alright, so the next two truths and the lie on my end is one that's a little more personal. So, I have three that I've chosen and you have to guess which one I have not done. These are three things that I possibly could have done. Okay, first one. I have been backstage on the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. Second one. I have been an annual pass holder since 2000. Third one. I turned down the opportunity to visit 21 Royal.
1: What is 21
0: Royal? Ooh. So 21 Royal is kind of new. It's a few years old now. Um, it's up in the dining room of the Dream Suite above parts of the Caribbean. And it says very, very lavish um, dining experience. It's over $1,000 per person to go. And I think it's like, I think you're in there for like five hours. But you get all this like super, super fancy food. And you get to be up in that exclusive area. Um, it is open to the public, so it's not like Club Thirty Three, where you literally can't get in without an invitation. This one you can buy your way into, but um, at a very hefty price tag. So.
1: And that used to be was that the gallery, the Disney Gal- art gallery. Yes. Before? Yep. Yeah, I remember that one as a kid going up there. Um, okay, so which one is the lie? Can you remind me what the second truth was?
0: It's I have been an annual pass holder since two thousand.
1: I'm going to say the lie is you have been an annual pass holder since 2000. I figure there had to have been some gaps there.
0: Well, dang it. Now you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> I did take some gaps, but not. <laughs> that's what, that's what I just said. Um, <laughs> there, I guess there were gaps, but not like big gaps, like a couple months off in between.
1: Ah, so that was a tough one. So I'm assuming now the lie is Haunted Mansion at Disneyland? Yes. Oh, I'm so shocked. I thought you were trick-questioning me because I know we went at the Haunted Mansion backstage at Disney World. I just assumed you would have done the one at Disneyland at some point if they have one.
0: Well, I would definitely have said that I could have gone backstage in the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland if they would allow it. If they had a tour, I would be all over it like the one in Disney World, but they do not. Exactly.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm really, really surprised they don't. And didn't you go to like a giant uh, gala for the anniversary of Haunted Mansion and they didn't take you in there?
0: No. Well, no. What?
1: Yeah, I thought there was a big like party inside Disneyland Park for the Haunted Mansion. Oh, the
0: overnight 50th anniversary thing. Yeah. No, we did not get to go any special backstage. They did do a special show in the Haunted Mansion like while you're in the Doom Buggy. They just added some really cool specialty exclusive things for that night, but did not get any any backstage access, no. Interesting. Um, And you know what's funny is as I'm saying this, I realize I totally screwed up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You mean because you had (laughs) two... (laughs) A mixed up truth? Is that what you mean?
0: Yes. So, okay. Hold on. Let me go back for a second. I have been backstage on the Haunted Match in Disneyland. I actually, <laughs> I actually have, and I just remembered this. And it was because Danielle and I one time had to, it was like an evac, but we we're at the very beginning. And they pointed us a certain way. We went through, I think, a wrong door because nobody else followed us. So it was just us, and we were in the hallways where the cast members go, and we ended up in the backstage area where um, you could see the backside of the windows with the like lightning as soon as you get out of the stretching rooms. Do you know what I'm talking about? You walk yeah. down with the changing portraits, and there's all those lightnings on the Yes! Perfect! <laughs> um, We did see that, so that was my backstage. The thing I actually... No way! I don't know. No, I'm, all these are true.
1: It's okay. I'll give it to you if you have three truths. Um, this is a hard game to create. Oh my gosh! So it sounds I just like you realized. had three truths, but each of them had a little bit of a a twist, a plot twist.
0: Yeah, the one that the only one that was absolutely true is that I did turn down the opportunity to visit Twenty One Royal.
1: <laughs> wow! I mean, a th- dropping a thousand bucks.
0: Yeah, I just can't it do is. it. I'm not there yet. Like, I really want to do the experience. But spending over a thousand dollars to eat, like in any manner of anything, is just like too much. If it yeah. was like, I don't know, there's got to be a little something extra for a thousand dollars. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, there, there's got to be more. Opinion. At least a show or a performance or something.
0: Something or some, some special tour for like half an hour after or anything. Just like a thousand dollars is a lot of money to drop.
1: That's a lot. Yeah. Um, So I have a two truths and a lie that's also related to me personally. So let's see how this one goes. Um, All right. So let's talk about Disneyland here. (laughs) I have partaken in plant based recreational activities on Haunted Mansion, Disneyland Railroad and Star Tours.
0: Oh and I'm supposed to guess which one you have not?
1: I have not. Yeah. So two of those are true places where I've partaken in plant-based California <laughs> recreational activities.
0: You're making it sound very vegan right now. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess it is. So it's fine. <laughs> but I am going to say star tours because it just seems like it would be way too difficult.
1: Correct. You got it. <laughs> yeah. It would be way too difficult, whereas Haunted Mansion and Disneyland have Plenty of dark um, segues and dark transitions. Um, yeah, you're your, your own little Regardless of the space. plant-based activities, I just like those little dark areas.
0: Ooh, I'm telling.
1: <laughs> plant-based, <laughs> all I was doing was eating a vegan, dairy-free, um, oh. what is that called? Pineapple, Dole Whip. Dole Whip. Oh,
0: that's, that's you also can't eat dull Whips on the Haunted Mansion. Let's sorry. pretend that was what,
1: <laughs> what I'm talking about.
0: All right. And then... For my very last one, I'm going to tie it back into the rumor rumor mill. And I'm going to give you three different rumors. And you have to tell me which one was never an actual rumor. As far as we know. (laughs) Because rumors are crazy. So, the first one is that we are going to be getting a Fantasyland expansion in Disneyland. Second one is that Tomorrowland in Disneyland is going to have an entire overhaul, just like we were talking about Epcot earlier. And the third is that they're going to convert the Hollywood backlot area in DCA to a Pixar splash and play zone.
1: Oof. Okay, so I my immediate guess right away, if I don't overthink it, is the Pixar play splash zone.
0: Okay, why do you pick that one?
1: I picked that one because I know that they're trying to continue to expand the Marvel Avengers campus. I think eventually they could take all that space back there. Um, And then the other reason why is I feel like there's just always been rumors about Tomorrowland the same way there was about Epcot. And I feel like there have been rumors about Fantasyland expansion going into where the Autopia area was, is.
0: All right. Well, guess what? You got it right.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Um, okay, applause, so I applause. have one final one, too, that also goes back to the rumor mill related to parks. Are you ready for it?
0: I'm ready. Bring it on.
1: Okay, two truths and a lie. Uh, this is all related to the backlash of the closures and year one of the Great Quarantine. So the new there's a new Australia pavilion that was delayed to open in 2023. The Reflections Lakeside Lodge Disney Vacation Club property has been canceled as of this past summer, and the Mary Poppins attraction scheduled to open in Epcot has been canceled.
0: Okay, so I have to say I do not remember an Australian theme for. Or did you say in the World Showcase? Yes. Okay, I don't remember that. But I also have not heard that Mary Poppins is canceled entirely. So, but it could be a rumor. I'm going to go with the Australian one.
1: Correct. They have (laughs) never formally announced um, an Australian pavilion coming to the Epcot um, celebration anniversary thing which i think they should i don't know why they don't have in australia that's yeah a they just brainer. skipped
0: right over Not that's not cool yeah but it's unfortunately guys
1: the dvc project did get canceled and mary poppins has been canceled
0: has it really is that a rumor or is it
1: it was Hold a rumor on. and then it became official
0: <gasps> i didn't know so, it yeah. got canceled i just knew it was like on the like cutting board or whatever chopping block cutting board
1: well you never know with (laughs) these things right if everything goes according to how they hope it is they could always revamp that or sort of um Respin what they're going to do in the first place speaking of these announcements that we originally heard at the d23 expo um, let's get into some of the updates we have recently found out about d23 expo 2022 so originally this would have been in 2021 but it looks like they're sliding back a year and being a little bit more cautious for health and safety and now the expo is slated for september um september 9th through 11th of 2022 and the focus of that D23 Expo is going to be the, the following year's celebration, which is the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. So obviously most of our Disney Disneyholics know that D23 um, is the... A reflection of 1923 so that 23 comes from when the walt disney company was first formed in 1923 and it sounds like they're planning for a huge 100th anniversary celebration which if they do what they normally do i can see this not even staying within the parks i could see it extending to merchandise and all kinds of cool things in the in the public domain so what do you think about them moving the expo that far out
0: so it was originally slated for Next, like, July or August, right? They always do it in one of those two months.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so with that said, I think it's pretty far out to think that it can't happen yet. But I really actually kind of appreciate them just owning that. Like, we don't want to mess around with scheduling all this stuff and having everybody buy their tickets. And having to reschedule everything and just pushing it out a year. It They really have that availability to do that because of the skipping a year, right? So it's kind of easier for them to... Push it because they can only just have one back to back the next year. Everyone would just get excited about that. So,
1: right, I appreciate I think it. Something I... people forget is D twenty three is more than the expo, right? They've been doing a lot of really interesting virtual events for us this year mm-hmm. um, through the D twenty three fan club.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they'll probably, if like things are back to normal, I can see them doing something cool, but a lot smaller, like maybe in different locations or something to make up for it.
1: Oh, it looks like we have a special guest arriving right here in her spaceship. Ingrid is here to join us for happy hour.
0: All right. So, today, you guys, we have a very, very special guest. I am so excited to introduce everyone here as a Disney Ingrid Ray, and she is here to share her talent with us. Ingrid, welcome, and thank you for joining Hi.
2: us. Hi. Thanks for having me.
1: Hi, Ingrid. So you are our very first special guest and our very first exclusive Patreon video. So we're well, really I'm excited honored. to have you. Um, cool. And this is also our first happy hour. So we're calling this happy hour. So thank nice. you for joining the Disney Disneyholics for happy hour. Want to know what drink you brought?
2: Well, I brought, it's going to look a little weird. I brought a very magical coconut mojito. Yeah. Um, and if you if you saw it without all the magic going on here in the Imaginarium, um, you would see a, a frothy green tiki glass and it has a green lime on the side and lots of green mint, which obviously um, I didn't think about for starting the show, but I'm excited about it. What did you guys bring today?
1: It looks so magical. Um, I brought in a Endor tiki mug. I brought a coconut nice. rum. Just rum and coconut. Just simple. Another coconut fan, I like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I brought a mug from Jacques Dees or Lindsay's? Jacques Lindsay's hanger bar over in Dizzy Springs. And mine is a mocktail of sorts, and it's just a bunch of really yummy fruit juices put together. Nice. Love it. <laughs> cheers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, cheers.
2: cheers oh wait hold on i want to know this too uh mine is a a trader sam's as well cheers Nice.
0: (laughs) excellent so we thought it would be fun to start off with a couple icebreaker questions and first off i just have to know what is
2: your favorite disney park out of all that is very difficult um i think now I, i have an answer before that the best disney park is disney's animal kingdom it's Ooh. the best one. It's, it is the most complete park. Um, but my personal favorite is Epcot. Ah. It is great. I, I do love Epcot. I love how Epcot has like a really hardcore fan base too, which is why. Oh yeah, it's true. Uh, Ep- Epcot stands Stan Epcot forever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I have two follow-up questions. What's your okay. favorite attraction at Animal Kingdom and at mm-hmm. Epcot?
2: Uh, at Animal Kingdom... Oh, well, I, Everest is the go-to. I love Everest, um, but it's not the attraction itself. It's everything that leads up to it and happens after it. Wow, and it's the, right. uh, the Yeti Museum and, and everything in the queue and the environment. It's just from, from start to finish, no matter when you get in that line, you're being entertained every bit of the way.
1: Yeah, that attention to detail is incredible. Come and on. your favorite attraction at Epcot?
2: Favorite attraction at Epcot, uh, Spaceship Earth is very near and dear to my heart. Um, as you maybe can tell, it inspired, <laughs> <We did. laughs> it inspired my spaceship. Um, and yeah, I think it's, I think it's my favorite. Um, it's changed a lot over the years, and it's going to change more over the years, but uh, it has always kind of stood for communication and reaching across the distances and, and celebrating our shared story together, which is more important now than ever uh, everything Absolutely. about Spaceship Earth is kind of where we are right now. A lot of us are uh, kind of isolated from others, and we're kind of uh, all in our own little uh, areas connecting to the internet to connect with people across the world. So
1: True, true. And for those of you who are listening, Ingrid is in this really awesome Spaceship Earth-looking graphic. Amazing oh, yeah. Ingrid's Imaginarium. And you have to check it out. Visit her Instagram profile so you could see that for yourself. Oh, yeah. Give you guys yeah. a little...
0: Wow, so she's in a spaceship even. Uh, You guys, this is so cool, you have to see it. (laughs) So speaking of connecting and sharing stories, would you share with us your Disney story? Like what made you fall in love with Disney?
2: Well, uh, I don't know. probably started long before I can remember. I'm a proud member of the uh, clamshell VHS generation. Yeah. So grew up watching uh, a lot of Cinderella and Lady and the Tramp and 101 Dalmatians and The Lion King and Aladdin, all of those. Um, so Disney was a big part of, of my life growing up. Um, I kind of you know, went through the rebellious teenage years and didn't think about it for a while, but I started playing piano uh, and I started doing a lot of sing-along music. I got really into animation and really into um, imagineering and storytelling. And as a musician, I was like, what can I do to be a part of what they're doing? Uh, and so I, I played a lot of different piano places uh, across the country for about ten years, trying to work my way into uh, playing a piano in the parks. And uh, I got there. Yay!
1: I love that. <laughs> also, I'm, go ahead. I'm
2: not currently in the parks playing right now, um, but uh, in a way, it kind of it, it led to playing in my own little park. <laughs>
1: That. Um, as soon as you said the clamshell VHS, I immediately smelt and heard it when you Oh open yeah, it. That, that crackle, that crunch. Ooh, yeah, yeah.
2: such a good crunch. sound. <laughs> um, they, so yeah, they, that's You line them all cool. up on your shelf, and they all have that little diamond with the character in them, and so you could just oh, go to Right, them. you got right. your save.
1: Uh, so speaking of that, since we're all from the same generation, um, you know, what is it like to be a Disney adult? What does that mean to you?
2: Um, well, adult is relative uh i i mean i i think we're all the same throughout our lives we just kind of show ourselves in different ways and so um the things i love about disney now are the same things i've always loved about disney it's uh, a lot of the art and and uh, a lot of the storytelling um but as an adult i feel like i can appreciate it a little bit more um especially in the parks and and having a an immersive three-dimensional story happening around you and happening to you and happening with you. And so right. uh, that's that's what I get out of it these days.
0: Ingrid, I have never thought of it that way, and that is such a great way to put it. It's like because you've now built all of this, like your own opinions and knowledge and everything, and yeah. now you actually have that part of Disney like it like makes more sense to us now. I'm like, right. Oh, that's really
2: cool. I love that. What a great way to look at that. <laughs> I will drink to that. Cheers. Yes, cheers. more cheers. <laughs> My space juice. I feel like I should rename it since it's um kind of transparent. I love it's <laughs> it's liquid imagination. is what I got going on right here. <laughs>
1: Ooh, that would be a good selling drink on a menu. It sounds great.
2: <laughs> we open up the Imaginarium, uh, the Imaginarium counter service. We'll make sure we have that.
1: Hey, uh, so you mentioned um, going around the country playing uh, piano, going around. Yeah. Uh, where are you located now? And have you ever been to New York City where I'm based?
2: Uh, I'm currently in Orlando, Florida. Uh, still around. I'm on furlough currently from Jelly Rolls. Um, and we're still uh, kind of waiting to hear back with the strolling piano um, to see when we're going to be back in full force. Um, but I, uh, before that, I lived in Texas for a while and I played in St. Louis. I played in Savannah, Georgia. I w- did cruises and went all around the world. And I only stopped through New York. <laughs> I've never nice. played in New York.
1: Uh, on I the flip side, Chester. that's probably- Oh yeah, that's New York. <laughs> Close um, enough. Yeah, I think the most I've seen like piano bars and things have been here in New York, but I definitely need to check yeah. them out more often. Yeah. yeah
2: every, every piano player that plays at a, a piano bar is completely different. Everybody has their own uh, you know, knowledge base of songs. Uh, even as a dueling piano bar player, it's one of my favorite things to do now to watch other players and see what they bring that's especially theirs.
1: So appropriate. We just did a revisit of Roger Rabbit where Daffy and Donald are doing dueling pianos on stage. Oh,
2: Daffy. that's the best. Yeah, i uh, that, that whole movie, aside from being a masterpiece, that's my favorite scene for that reason. Right. So for our listeners, actually, okay. our familiar with Jelly Rolls. Can you tell us yeah. what Rolls is? Well, Jelly Rolls is a dueling piano bar, like dueling piano bars all over the world, um, but it's on Disney property. It's at Disney's Boardwalk Resort. Um, and it's, uh, even before I played there, this is not, not biased because I play there now. Even before I played there, uh, it, I recognized it as one of the best in the world. Um, some of the best and highest integrity musicians in the world, as far as uh, the dueling industry goes. Um, some of the most amazing entertainers uh, that I've, I've ever seen. So uh, from the music, musician's standpoint, uh, it's a very a very cool place and kind of a lofty goal to, to kind of go play there. But it's a, uh, if you've never been to a piano bar, you go in and there are two piano players on stage. They're not fighting with the pianos, they're cooperating and going back and forth with the pianos to play you songs. And you can request any kind of song you want. And if the players can play it, we play it. Uh, there's usually a lot of interaction and sing along and uh it's less of like going to see music where you watch and listen to the musicians uh and more of going to to be a part of music where you sing along and you dance along and you clap along and you're actually part of the show it's not so much about our voices as it is about everybody's voices
1: i love that so every show is unique there's no yeah we
2: never know what we're gonna play
1: yeah what Uh, happens when you you don't what happens when you don't um know how to play a song that's requested
2: um, I mean, you have to say, I don't know how to play it, uh, or, or if <laughs> I, I sometimes try to play songs that I don't know, uh, but that's not recommended that, I I don't do that at jelly rolls. Uh, if you catch one of my live streams and you request a song that I don't know, I might try to play it anyway. Right. Uh, but most of the time, I mean, we all know hundreds and hundreds of songs. Nobody can know every song in the world. Right. And so, uh, you know, if, if you request something and we don't know it, we, we try to think of like, well, what is another band like that? Or what's another song like that? Uh, what can I play that is going to uh, fulfill whatever need that you have musically?
1: That's nice. I was just watching your um, The Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow clip. Yeah. And so do you get mostly Disney songs? What is like the ratio when you're at Jelly Rolls for requests?
2: Um, at dis or yeah, Jelly Rolls is kind of spaced out um, because it's, it's an adult, like you know, 21 and up establishment. Everybody's been at the parks all day. They maybe don't necessarily want to hear every song from The Lion King, um, but some people do. And so uh, it's usually the night is, is a lot of uh, pop songs and, and classic rock songs peppered with Disney tunes.
1: That sounds fun. Um,
2: it, it is a blast. <laughs> yeah. And then when I do the strolling piano, that is uh, pretty much exclusively Disney tunes if I can. What exactly is the strolling piano? I don't think I've witnessed this yet. Oh, my goodness. Well, the strolling piano uh, is an upright piano, and uh, it's on a stage, like a little platform, and it moves through the streets of Disney Springs. Oh, and, um. Yeah, and so, like, I just, you know, kind of roll along and, and say hi to people and play songs and uh, just, you know, meander in and out am- among the crowd. It's like a strolling a uh, guitarist except a little more complicated
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's cool well
0: i excited to see that i i am primarily a disneyland person because i'm over here in california yeah. i definitely get yeah. as much time as i would like in disney
2: world and or disney Springs. so uh, i'm very excited to find that next time i'm able to go <laughs> oh yeah yeah track it down uh it's usually between the hours of 6 and 10 p.m we don't okay. have a solid schedule for the moment but uh Keep keep an ear out. You never know. You just always listen for us. We might be coming around the corner.
1: Oh, my gosh. We're getting visuals of that. Do you remember that Vanessa Carlton song video <laughs> where she's on the piano driving around town? That one? <laughs> that one. Oh, my God. Yes. Amazing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I have lived that dream, and it is, it is a beautiful thing. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so
0: Ingrid's Imaginarium. Would you tell yeah. us about this? You have taken your show
2: virtual, which I don't know if you were doing yeah. pandemic, pre-pandemic? Or... I was not. Okay. This, so, is, this is all post-pandemic. Excellent. So so what happened was, uh, you know, we all got sent home very abruptly. Uh, the parks closed, our jelly rolls closed. We just, you know, had to, to stay in and wait to see what happens. Uh, and even now we haven't been called back or anything. And as as an entertainer, Um, In a time of distress, you just kind of feel like you need to be entertaining. It's like, you know, you have one thing to give to the world. um, And when people really need it, and there's no bar to play in, or there's no uh, stage to step onto, what do you do? Um, And a lot of musicians started doing these live streams. And uh, I I think it started as I just wanted to do something special with the strolling piano where I, I played a song and maybe the background scrolled by. Um, and this just snowballed and compounded into an entire storyline. And then the, the ship happened. And um, now there are costumes. It's just getting, <laughs> there are flamingos. Uh, it, none of it was really planned, but it's all come together nicely. And uh, it's all been inspired by uh, the feeling that a lot of us have of being isolated and being alone um, and really wanting to connect with other people and wanting to go places. Uh, but not being able to go there. Um, so, you know, I do a lot of uh, just taking ourselves other places in our imaginations, like go to Tomorrowland. The Imaginarium can take us there. Or uh, we could see, oh, we could ride the ferry home one night when we're exhausted from being in the parks Ooh. all day. Um, and And other places too, uh, I could just, you know, take us into a movie. Um, you might recognize this one. Aww. Aww. Um, but <laughs> that's yeah, that's it. It kind of—I uh, wanted to to appeal to that feeling of man. I just wish I could go someplace, and I wish there were other people there. Yeah. Um, this so- this
1: particular one. So for the listeners, she has um, Inside Out up there and that goes really great with ingrid's imaginarium
2: <laughs> yeah yeah it, it does feel right this does feel like headquarters yeah uh, another favorite is uh and y- you'll know just by listening um what it looks like we can turn it into andy's room
1: <laughs> i love that
2: Wow. I want to be there with you, Ingrid. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? You can you can join me anytime. Uh, I do these shows a couple times a week. Right now, I'm on tour. Uh, we're doing single platform shows throughout the month of October. So today, uh, I, don't, I don't know when you put this out, but I will be playing a YouTube exclusive and then later in the week, a Twitter exclusive. Uh, so we'll, I'll make sure you guys get all those links.
1: Great. Thank you. And I, I also appreciate that you're sharing your story. I know a lot of people... Um, are in a similar situation where they're either furloughed or laid off because of everything that's going on with covid so thank you for sharing that i'm sure a lot of people want to hear that Uh, other people creative artists are in similar situations
2: right Um, and it's and don't feel intimidated or or anything by this either because a lot of artists right now are um you know a lot of artists are kind of doing a lot because we have the time and we have this the space we have the energy the sometimes a little bit manic energy of needing to do something um, but then a lot of us are, are going through uh, creative blocks too. And a lot of us are feeling like we can't do anything or we can't do enough, or we can't do anything that matters. Um, and so I, I guess all I have to say to, to anybody else who's in the same situation is, is just create. Um, do what you feel like you need to be doing, what, what your, your mind and your body and your soul tells you you need to be doing, and it will get to somebody. Like you will reach someone if you're doing the right thing.
1: That's so, great. You're going to make me cry.
2: <laughs> but it's, 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 it's true. true. Never, uh, I think one of the big things for me, uh, even getting to Disney and getting to uh, fulfill my dream was deciding that uh, the things that I wanted to do, it wasn't that I wanted to do them for Disney. It was that they were just the things that I wanted to do and Disney was a place I could do them. Right. So, um, And that's also, I know a, a lot of cast members uh, have been furloughed. A lot of people have lost their jobs right now. Um, there's nothing, there's nothing I can say to fix that. Um, but I, I do truly believe that if you're doing the things that you feel like you need to be doing, the doors will open for you eventually. Uh, And you might end up someplace where you had no idea you were going.
1: Right? Like a spaceship. Space.
2: (laughs) 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 I didn't, I couldn't have imagined this a year ago. Well
0: said, well said. (laughs) Well, Ingrid, I think that's about it today, but heard that you might have a little jam or something you want to oh, yeah. throw our
2: listeners here any any requests do you have any favorites what about a favorite princess song
1: do you know almost there from princess and the frog do i oh my <laughs> goodness you just
2: named my favorite disney movie of all time oh cool. <laughs> i don't have time for dancing oh that's just gonna have to wait a while I don't have time for messing around You know it's not my style This whole town can slow you down People taking the easy way But I know exactly where I'm going get closer and closer every day And I'm almost there I'm almost there People around here think I'm crazy We could do three. Uh, my favorite thing to do is a set of three songs. We can do three princess songs. That.
1: Three is a good number. What else you got?
2: Two.
0: Princess songs. Hmm. Well, I can think of our villains and scary things for some reason. <laughs> I mean, we,
2: you know what? It is Halloween. We get a little scary with it. Yeah. What's a, what's a good scary song? Do you know Grim Grinning Ghosts? Let's see. If I can find the right sound, maybe something like...
1: Oh, oh, nice, got the mansion.
2: Kryptos. Oh, oh, oh I'm gonna mess it up. When the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake. Truths come out for a swinging wake. Happy haunts materialize and begin to vocalize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Oh, my goodness. A ghost is following me home. I did not expect this. <laughs> I need some thunder in here. I have lightning, but no thunder. It must be a it must be more than a mile away, I guess. I don't know. However, that works. Okay. What else? What's what's another favorite?
1: Um, if we're sticking with villains, I would love Poor Unfortunate Souls. I mean, come on. Ooh.
2: Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to use a little bit of help for this one. Awesome. And let's let's take this one. Uh, let's take it under the sea. Yeah. I admit that in the past I've been a nasty. They weren't kidding when they called me, well, a witch. Lily please don't laugh, I feel it on behalf of the miserable, lonely, and depressed, pathetic. Those poor unfortunate souls, in pain, in need. This one longing to be fitter, that one wants to get the girl. And do I help them? Yes, indeed. Those poor unfortunate souls, so sad, so true they come flocking to my cauldron crying spells as the please that i help them yes i do now it's happened once or twice someone couldn't pay the price and i'm afraid i had to rake across the coast yes i've had the odd complaint but on the whole i've been a saint to those poor unfortunate souls We go, our Ursula
1: Jam. <laughs> Amazing.
0: So good. Ah, thank you, Ingrid. Your shows are so fun. I would love if you would fill everybody in of
2: all the places that we can find you, enjoy you, all of the above. Absolutely. Um, you can you can check out uh all of my stuff at ingdom.org. That's i n g d o m dot org. It's like kingdom, but but without the K it's, it's what a kingdom would be if your name is Ingrid and you're not the king and you're the Ingrid of the king. It makes sense. Um, go to (laughs) ingdom.org and you can find, uh, links to my Patreon links to my shows, uh, calendar. Um, and I'm on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, uh, anywhere you can, anywhere you can stream music, you can find me. So search for Ingrid's Imaginarium or just go to ingdom.org for all those links. Thank you for
1: putting a smile on our faces today and for everyone else. Thank who- you. You just have that Thank energy. Thank you for inviting
2: me to your happy hour. Your yeah. Thank you for it's joining us. It's been a delight. We do one last cheers. 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 One last cheers. 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 All <laughs> right. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. We'll thanks, see you. Ingrid. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Once again, that was Ingrid Ray. Thank you so much for joining us. You really brought some extra happiness into our day. How about you, Mike?
1: Definitely put a smile on my face. So excited for all of our listeners to get to know Ingrid a little bit more and hopefully check her out as well.
0: Absolutely. And to check her out, once again, you can go to her website. It's ingdom.com. Again, that is basically Kingdom without the K. It's just ingdom.com. And you can see all the links there. Personally, I follow her on Instagram and she does lives on there and they're a lot of fun. So either way, you can catch her on many different platforms and hopefully we can all join each other in one of the parties together. All right, all right, so what do we have left to talk about? I feel like there's one more thing. Oh, that's right. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. It's the official first time ever Disney Disneyholics giveaway. Woo! The crowd goes wild. All right, Mike, tell them what we got.
1: We're excited to be giving away a plush toy of The Child from Disney Plus's Mandalorian. Uh, we wanna get that excitement going because we know that season two is coming out this fall. Really excited about that, coming out October 30th.
0: Oh man, I know that I am very excited. It feels like it really snuck up on us, like it's just around the corner now. It feels so close that you can almost taste it. Anyway, so one of you lucky listeners will be able to cuddle with your own The Child, aka Baby Yoda, and have your own personal The Mandalorian and chill session. I think it's great. I think it should be a thing. Let's start it. Anyway, so How to enter this giveaway? You may be asking yourself right now. Well, here's the news. This coming Saturday on our Instagram account, we will be posting all the details. So make sure that from this time that you're listening to this till Saturday, you go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Our handle there is at the Disneyholics and we will be posting all those fine details on Saturday for you to get entered in the giveaway.
1: So the way to find out if you are the winner is just listen to the next episode of the Disney Holic show. We will announce the winners and then you will get that prize. Again, it's the child, a.k.a. Baby Yoda from Disney Plus's The Mandalorian.
0: So yeah, we'll see you there on Saturday and good luck, everybody. All right, well, thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed episode three of the Disney Holic show.
1: Follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook at the Disneyholics.
0: And if you'd like to get in touch with us, send us a message on Instagram or email us at fanmail at the disneyholics.com.
1: Okay,
0: bye. bye!
1: Man, I really want to go to Disneyland.